Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get Black Content is Pouring Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to have some grown folks talk, right? We are going to have some grown folks talk. And I feel like, you know, it's been a while since we uh, we had one of these very, very serious conversations, right? Because, um, you know, today's conversation, I'm going to base everything off a compliment that I actually received. Uh, but my cousin, right, she gave me a call and we were talking about relationships and we were talking about marriage and we were talking about divorce and she's an educator, right? So um, we started talking about professional work. Right? During our conversation, because of the length of time that I've been married, right, over 20 years, she said, you know, cuz um, you should look into being a marriage counselor because you you're always in good spirits. Um, you're always pretty upbeat. And you always have positive information, right? So, you know, in having this conversation with my cousin, I said, yeah, you know, I don't think that I would make a very good wedding counselor. Because, um, you see, black men, especially black men in America, they're not ready for the truth. Right. And um, unfortunately, when it comes to black men in marriages and committed relationships, they already have a breaking point. Right. And oftentimes this breaking point is infidelity. You know, if a woman steps out on them, their baby mother or their wife step out on them. The average black man, he's ready to throw in the time. So I said, you know, I couldn't position myself as a wedding counselor because most black men is not ready for the truth, right? And if you have a couple having an issue, you can work through the issues, you can talk through the issues, you can teach through the issues, you can love through the issues. But what happens when you have a black man, he's married, children is involved, children may not be involved loving committed relationship i mean he loved his wife or his significant other with everything that he has and then she steps out like what do you do then right see the way i view things is just like so In my opinion now, this is just my opinion, we having a conversation. I don't feel like the black man, the married black American man, is qualified to leave his wife and or family for anything with the exception of there's physical violence in the household. Right? There's physical violence, um, 
y'all punching on each other y'all fighting on each other y'all tearing up putting holes in the wall and holes in the floor and broke you know y'all breaking the windows around there if it gets physical yeah i can see the out in that right if it gets to the point where it becomes so disrespectful that the male is constantly sowing seeds and calling you out your name xyz i think that we can work back from that but that's on that line physicality over the line but if uh you guys have for the most part a decent relationship you respect each other blase blase everything going good you know you guys go out you hang out but in this interim of this relationship if the wife steps out and you ready to throw in the town how can i be a counselor like how does that work you already got it set up in your mind you know what's your breaking point and based on the law of attraction you can attract things to your life by fear right but we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole we're just gonna have a real deep conversation and i'm just going to say this right if i wanted to use my own marriage as an example right having a conversation with my wife when i got married i gave her my word i told her no matter what you would do or what you would say baby i never leave so now picture a man with this position being a counselor and i'm sitting across from another black american man and he says this is what's going on in his relationship he's ready to throw into town what can i do to assist him in this situation knowing that my position is well when it comes to me no matter what my wife do or say i'm not going to never leave and with that being said i feel like when it comes to marriages now only the black american woman say i had enough only she has the right to say nah this man should be over with i don't think the black man actually have that power to end no relationship so in the case of infidelity which most black men fear the most and they worry about the most and this i don't know what's going on with that right in the case of infidelity though i feel as though if a man husband if he catches his wife stepping out if that wife still want to stay and remain with you as a husband you should allow her she still want to be in your world you should allow her but see most black men this type of conversation they can't handle it so i'm gonna tell you why they can't handle it though see what we're doing in these days is most black men that are husbands are trying to live off a blueprint that they got from granddad that they got from their uncles that they may have got from their father and this blueprint the foundation of it comes out of the 50s and the 60s and 70s and at this time you know black men granddad and them great granddad and them they didn't tolerate infidelity but you have to understand what did they world look like for them not to tolerate infidelity see big mama and them never worked most times many of us as black americans our big mama come out of the south georgia tennessee alabama texas north carolina somewhere virginia somewhere you know florida somewhere and what happens is that big mama spent more time rearing the children taking care of the home cooking cleaning because she got eight to 12 kids right we got these big families coming out of the south so primarily she was just domestic there was really no time for big mama to go out and meet nobody so if that woman at this time i'm talking about big mama them for her to step out she had to almost use the extra effort to do that 
So, you know, back in Detroit, we used to have a joke, you know, um, when your grandmama or great-grandmama step out, we used to say, that baby looked like the milkman. That baby looked like the mailman. They used to be an old school joke because this is the only male outside of family that really big mamas come in contact with. A lot of our big mamas, they couldn't even drive a car. They couldn't even drive themselves to the grocery store. They had to wait for granddad to get off work, pick them up, and then take them to the grocery store. They didn't have driver license. Okay, so today's black man that's married, he's trying to live off this old template that he got from granddad and them from down south. But here's the reality of the situation, right? The grandmoms in the village, right, in the black community today, that's been grandmama since the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s to now. See, they all have jobs. And most times when it comes to infidelity, women meet these guys' wives now. They meet these guys at their job. See, they're not like Big Mama. When Big Mama stayed in the house, she couldn't meet nobody. Now, everybody's wife now, if they're working in the education field with their teachers, where men and women work together, or they're working at these plants, Ford, GM or Chrysler, they're in the United States military, they're in entertainment, etc., 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 post office, all these other jobs, hospitality, they're working right next to men now. So much so that our women are working so close to men that almost that co-worker, Jody and Jamal, he's almost around your wife more than you are. So now you see the spike in infidelity when it comes to the black community. And black men don't know how to handle that. Because we're not taught how to handle that. Because we're trying to live off a blueprint that granddad gave us. But what worked in granddad's world will not work in our world. So we don't know how to increase on a communication to repair our relationships, our marriage. Black men are just ready to throw in the town. So how could I be a counselor to a black man? who already have, you know, he already got the end game. You already know what the end looks like. And you know what? I'm going to do you one better, right? I'm going to do you one better. I always look at infidelity in age groups, right? When I see couples have outside interests, I almost stereotype these couples to be in their 20s or in their 30s. Just me now. I can't even fathom being in your 40s over your 40s married with an outside interest i think that any married couple over their 40s should be mature enough to go to their spouse and say listen almost to, to the point of having an open relationship hey man i like sally sue hey man i like jamal lee this is what it is i'm talking about husband and wife they should be able to sit down past 40 and damn, they have an open relationship at this point. Especially if you've been in the marriage 10, 15, 20, 25 years, 30 years. You say, hey, I just like this person or I like that person. That should be an open conversation, anything after 40. So when I start talking about infidelity, I kind of like, I'm looking at like, that's something that 20-year-old couples get into or 30-year-old couples get into. Not something that, but you know, it is what it is. It can happen at any time, whatever, right? But I want you to walk with me on this. Black men that are in the game, infidelity game in their 20s, I'm going to teach you guys what we've been taught in the village, right? I'm going to teach you guys what we've been taught. Coming up early in these religious households, 
whether it be the mosque or the church. We are actually taught that the womb of a woman is precious, right? And we kind of are taught this virgin concept of women, and it's kind of like purity concept in women, right? Behind the scenes of that, though, we are almost taught that you can, when it comes to women, right, we, because we have early religious backgrounds, we kind of equate a woman um, that has a high sex drive with a woman that does not respect herself. So we're kind of making these parallels early, right? A woman with a low sex drive, we seem to think that this is the person that respects himself more. So we put like a respect level on women based on their sexuality. And this kind of comes out the foundation of religion. Because at an early age, we're almost taught this virgin concept about women. And we, we equate virginity with purity, right? And this woman who has this total control of her body, she has discipline. If she's able to hold herself to marriage, she will make the quote unquote stereotypical wife because she has discipline over her own body. So a woman that's not, you know, that's born with a high sexual nature. We are kind of taught to look at these women like they do not respect themselves, right? But when it comes to the men, we do not put purity on our bodies. So now we can come into our communities and fill up the whole neighborhood with single-parent households because we slanging seed everywhere, we slanging rod everywhere. So while we slanging this rod everywhere, when it comes to us being a man, we do not, um, we don't value our bodies because that religious foundation that teaches us about a woman, it doesn't really teach us about a man. In fact, this very same religious foundation, it teaches us that these men had 200, 300 wives and 700 wives and this is just black American men following Middle Eastern religion teaching. Like, this is what we pretty much do, right? So, your respect level as a woman is based on how you act with your own body, sexually. But that same rule doesn't apply to us. We can kind of do what we want with our bodies. So, that's the double standard. This is the foundation of a double standard, right? That's one thing that we base our mentality on in relationships. But I'm going to show you how that spin off and becomes a lie. Because we are taught that, right? When we're in relationships and the man step out, it's one thing. When the woman step out, it's something else. Reason being is that we start to begin, based on that religious foundation, to teach ourselves that women have sex based more on emotions all of a sudden. So we look, we look deep into when the woman have, oh, she's just having sex. It's more emotional. And a woman won't cheat unless she's all into this man and she really want to be with this man. And we can't really see that some women just like to have sex just to have sex. She may not want to even be with that guy. It's just lust. Now, we can see the lust when it's on us. When we out there doing it and we're married and we got an outside interest, somehow the man has fixed in his mind, the black American man, that he is more control of his own body, that... We have lied to ourselves to make ourselves believe, hey, I can have sex with five or six different women and I'm not connected to these women emotionally. But this woman, on the other hand, if I'm married to her, if she steps out, she's somehow connected emotionally to this man. Now, here's where you uncover the lie. If we really believe that, that would mean that if I'm married to a woman, right, and I got a side piece, 
and I'm sleeping with my side piece and I get caught, that side piece can cut me off immediately because she's not connected emotionally. She can stop all communication immediately. But if she was not able to stop all communication immediately, that would make our theory correct. But she can stop it. ASAP, the minute we get caught, that woman can cut everything off and go on with her life. Oh, yeah, I used to hang out with Charles. I used to sleep with Jamal. I used to sleep with Charlie. You know, but hey, his wife caught us. It's no more. If we really believed in this women are emotionally connected BS that we tell ourselves, that means that even if we get caught with a side chick, she can never leave us alone. But it's obvious she can leave us alone. Now, let's do the role reversal. When you catch your wife, your baby mother, the person you're in a committed relationship with, all of a sudden, she's all emotionally deep and she's emotionally tired and all this and all that. And, but that goes back to the foundation. See, this is what we tell ourselves. And then when that doesn't work, we go to another lie. We start to tell ourselves, see, you know, that man that you got caught up with, see, he really doesn't respect you. He wouldn't take you for real. He just dealing with you because you with me. Uh, he really thinks you a hoe inside. If you be with him, he'd never really trust you. This is the, I mean, action buddies. We just gonna keep it real on Real Black Content Sporn Podcast. This is the psychic of a black American man. He really believes this kind of stuff. And it's all based on him being able to live a double standard. That's why he believes this stuff. He only believes stuff that's going to cater to him. He's not ready for the truth. So look, if I'm doing a counseling session, right? And I'm counseling a black American man and he with his wife and they got a great relationship. They got great career. Uh, they got great careers and everything like that. And infidelity comes up. First thing first. I would never have sympathy for a man. Or empathy for a man. That's complaining about his wife cheating. But he was a cheater first. My block won't allow me to do that. My hood won't allow me to do that. My upbringing in the village, it just won't allow me to do that. Because I believe that you really reap what you sow. I really believe in karma. I really believe, as they say in the streets, if you out there cutting people grass. <laughs> if you out there cutting people grass, you can't trip when somebody come and cut your grass. <laughs> I'm going to say it again for those in the back that do not hear me or did not hear me. I have absolutely no sympathy for a man, a husband, a black man complaining about his wife cheating, but he cheated first. Because what he's going to do is go right into that double standard. He could sleep with 20 women while he's married, 25 women, 30 women. These are real numbers. I talk to real people. I have real conversation. I know married black American men that have slept with almost more women during their marriage than when they was when they were single. But the minute that that energy that he put out in the world, it comes back to his home and his wife is somebody, you know, you know what I mean, right? His wife is stepping out, she's doing her thing. All of a sudden, that one or two or three different men that she dealt with in that marriage outweighs that 30 that he dealt with because he's going right back to that double standard. How can you counsel a man with that type of mentality? You can't. So what do you do 
if you catch your wife stepping out or you catch your baby mama stepping out, hey, man, you don't do nothing. You love her through it. That's the point we got to get on in the black American community. Hey, this relationship can't end until she says she's ready to go. But as long as she says she want to be with you, that's cool. Hey, y'all, I'm going to leave you with this game, too, right? Because I got a couple of guests that's going to come on the podcast. We're going to talk more about relationships. We are going to talk more about infidelity. We're going to talk more about open marriages. We're going to have to do it because we lie to ourselves so much. When it comes to infidelity, we got this big old pile of information. Like, it's only men that do it. It's only men that do it. So society is almost prepping the women to deal with that. But what happened when a woman do it? See, we're not prepped for that. We don't know how to handle this. And then we're getting misinformation and we're trying to, again, live by a template that granddad had. Come on, bro. This ain't the 50s no more. Big mama didn't wear no job. How could she meet a man anyway? Let's be real. How could she meet a man? This is the 50s. These are the 60s. How she meet a man? She ain't got no job nowhere. Your old lady got a job. So what are you not saying? I'm not giving no woman no pass for nothing. I'm just saying this is the reality now. Because a good woman, check this out. I'm going to go as far as to say this. If you married to a good woman, right? I ain't talking about nobody that you know. You married the woman with a promiscuous reputation and you trying to put a ring on it and change her. And then she keep, no, I'm not talking about that woman. You met a good woman. You know you met a good woman. You know this woman love you. This woman love the kids. Okay. When she steps out, what do you do? Right? You throw that away? All of a sudden, because she had an outside interest, I guess the food don't get cooked the same now, right? Don't taste the same. Huh? The loving that you guys have between each other, it don't taste the same. It don't feel the same. Right? All of a sudden, she can no longer pick up the kids from school on time. Like, Oh no, it's ego. But I'm going to tell you something that's going to further damage your ego. If you are married to a good woman and she steps out, you know what that kind of means? You treated that woman like a queen, but that guy on the outside, see, he's treating like a queen too. So what happens then? Oh, I'm going to pull out the race. I'm going to throw it all away. I'm going to let, I'm going to throw my whole family away. I'm going to prove a point. You proving the point to who you proved the point to? You broke up your family now. What that goes back. See, we ain't ready for this conversation. <laughs> We're not ready to have listen. We just not ready for this conversation. Until we are ready to look a woman in her eyes and say, Hey, baby girl, we're gonna get married with Dick this. No matter what you do or say, we're gonna be together. Now we're talking about a different kind of love black man ain't ready for that I love us man I love our brothers we ain't ready for that man and I'm in a village I know how we've been taught I know how we've been raised I know we got this ego macho bravado and we're not ready to deal with the truth so in one of my further conversations you know I'm going to have to have a deeper discussion, but I'm going to bring some guests on because some of us, unfortunately, when we was in our 20s and we didn't know no better, we may have dealt with a married woman and our blindness, right? We deaf, dumb and blind. We're in the world. We may have dealt with a married woman. 
and I'm gonna have guests on that may have dealt with a married woman, but I'm gonna let these guests talk about what was the activity when they dealt with married women. Did they treat them like crap? No, they didn't. Did they buy them things? Yes, they did. Did they give them money? Yes, they did. Did they tell them nice and sweet and beautiful things? Yes, they did. Did they buy them lunches and dinner? Yes, they did. I don't care if they had to do it in secret, they did it. What does that mean though? Now we got to dig into the deeper meaning of what that means. That woman ain't stepping out, bro, with a guy that's treating her like dirt. He's treating her probably like you, if not a little better. How do we deal with that? What template that we use to deal with that? Did you ask her? No, you didn't ask her. What you did, like most black American men do, they make everything about sex. When it comes to infidelity, they get these women, what kind of positions you was doing it? Did you give them some head? Did you do? They just want to know about sex. But many of us, but not the self, we know this. Hey man, that body just a shell. That body's not really real. I don't get the point. If you did catch your old lady stepping out, what's the point of you asking about what she did with a shell, bro? This temper. Don't you know she got a soul and a spirit? Don't you know in the law of attraction, there's energies bringing people together. The body just a shell. It's not even real. We just not ready for this type of conversation. The body is a shell, man. What you questioning what somebody do with a shell for? It's just a shell. It's temporary. It's temporary. Man, we in bad shape. <laughs> we in bad shape. All we can do is come on this podcast and tell you guys the truth. Yeah, man, I caught my old lady stepping out. Man, I ain't got no sympathy for that. Come on, man. I ain't got no empathy. I ain't got no empathy for that. Man, you know how long black men been cheating on their women? Or exercising their option? Because that's the new term they use now. They don't say cheating, they say exercising an option. Okay, well, she exercised an option. What does that mean? That's it? You're going to throw everything away? Okay. Well, who are you proving the point to? We in bad shape. We're going to have some guests on, man. We're going to have some guests on, and uh, we're going to talk, and I'm going to let them talk, because the point I was going to make earlier is this. I'm going to have some guests on that unfortunately dated women when they were married, and they treated them like queens. And the reason why that's important is um, there's a fog that black men like to believe. And this is the fog that we believe. We believe that when these wives and baby moms step out, that the other man, in his mind, he's kind of looking down on this woman. Right? He's really disrespecting her in her heart, in his heart, I should say. In his heart, he really won't trust her for real, for real. He can only deal with her in like in his fantasy world because she has a husband. But the problem is that we got to point out as men, to be honest with ourselves, is that many men that date these married women that woman don't feel this quote-unquote thought pattern that we have so if this other man because this is the thing that the mind game that black american men play when they catch their wives or baby moms and infidelity the other guy really don't care about you that's the game that they play oh he really don't care he disrespect you he really wouldn't take you for real he really wouldn't trust you he really wouldn't love you if he had you because you're cheating with him even though if that could be true, that woman is not feeling these, 
this thought that society says about them. What she's feeling is love, appreciation, caring. She's feeling the financial gain. Even if it's sex, sex is consensual. What are we tripping about? Now we got to go deep in the conversation so we can get to the truth. Is that right? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Cards to the Spawn Podcast, man. Stay tuned, man. We got some special guests coming in the building. We're going to continue to build. And to the end, peace, man. I'll get with you guys later. Peace. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about fatherhood. We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about family. Um, we're kind of going to stay in that arena of relationships, right? And we're going to go over. We're going to go over an email. You know, I'm going to read it to the family. And then we're going to uh, take our times and we're going to see what could be the best possible outcome in this particular situation, right? It's, it's the wife. She's writing in. Um, she has an email. And we're going to read the email talking about her husband, talking about her stepchild. This is coming out of uh, someone in a situation, what we call today a blended family, right? And the uh, email reads as follows. It says, my husband's baby mama threw a birthday party for their 10-year-old daughter yesterday. The baby mama told my husband that I'm not invited. So my husband didn't go. Now, my husband's family, mostly unmarried women, are bashing him for this decision to stand with me, the wife. And they are accusing him of being a bad father. His own mother said that I should have been understanding and did not become upset if he had gone to the party without me. The baby mama and I have no bad blood. We have never been disrespectful to one another, have not had any argument or dispute with one another. But she told my husband that I was not welcome to the party because of her, my attitude. By the way, his daughter loves me and I am known for being very kind and direct. My husband stood along with me. But was he right? 
was my husband right for standing with me or should he have left me behind and attended his daughter's party to satisfy the family he came from all right and that's today's email again you know welcome to real black content this Forum podcast we just gonna have some real talk and i think in this situation no answer is the right answer um but at the same time what would be the most appropriate thing to do because of course it's already said and done uh, the father did not attend his daughter's birthday party because his baby mom said that his wife the father's wife she wasn't invited so he felt as though because his wife wasn't invited he shouldn't you know he shouldn't win either way and i'm just going to say this uh you know this is going to be a good conversation coming right out of father's day you know you have to be careful when you're dealing with children right and um you just have to be careful when you're dealing with children. When I was growing up, when I was in the church house, they used to say, uh, it was a saying that they used. Uh, they had a, uh, I think it was called the age of accountability, something like that, where a child knows what's right and what's wrong. Right? I think it's like 12 or 13. They begin to have a better understanding of what's right or what's wrong. And then they can almost kind of understand what's going on between two parents at that point. To be on the safe side, let's say 15, let's say 15, 16. There's a part of me that I respect the father because I'm like, okay, if your wife is not invited, you shouldn't feel comfortable going either. Like I totally get that, right? And then on the other hand, I just think about children. I think about children, black children, how much they need both their parents in their life mother and father they need a present father there right my advice to the wife is to say this right you know because we all got our own comments and opinions and I would think you know in this situation I would say your husband could have played it another way not necessarily right or wrong but he should have played that another way. And I say that because of this. Even though we know marriage is important. Uh, her feelings as the wife is important. A child though. That's something different. Because the age of this child is not listed. If that child is 15 and under. That father should show up to every single birthday party he's invited to. Whether that wife coming out. Whether that wife coming out, that husband should show up, period. Whether that, that wife don't have to be invited, it doesn't really matter. Because children don't really understand that dynamic just yet. And the way her husband could have played is that he could have went to every single birthday party all the way up to the age of 15. And then at 15, that's a good age you can explain to your daughter, okay, listen, I'm in a relationship, it's going on like this, this is why I'm not showing up. But baby girl, what we're going to do is we're going to let your mom throw a party for you. And then after your mom throw a party, the following week, we're going to throw a birthday party. Now the problem is solved. But a five-year-old is not going to understand it. A six-year-old is not going to understand it. A seven-year-old is not going to understand it, right? 
anybody under 12 is not going to understand that. All they're going to understand is that my uncle is here. My cousins is here. My brothers and sisters. If I got other siblings, they're here. My mom is here, but my dad is not here. And when my cousins show up, they're going to be like, yo, where your daddy at? Oh, he's not here. When the, you know, the kids and friends that you met from the schoolhouse, when they show up, like, where your pops at? Oh, he's not here. And then when your family and friends from the church house show up, right? Because, you know, as black Americans, um, the church family is more like the real family. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes even realer than a real family. They're going to show up and support your birthday party. And they're going to say, hey, Shamika, where your pops at? He's not here. And she can't fully articulate why you're not here because when they're young teen, it don't really make a difference. It doesn't really make a difference. And the black American man gotta be there, gotta be on his post for his children at all times. Now, let's go past the birthday party, right? Let's just say out of the honor that he had for his wife, this father never attends none of his child's birthday party. Now you're putting yourself in a position as a man, as a husband, where your marriage got to work now. It has to work. It can't fail. Because you're putting yourself in a position to say, yo, if this marriage don't work five years, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, your daughter's going to look at you like you're bananas because you're going to say, yo, you sit up and miss all my birthday parties for her. And now she gone. You chose. You chose your wife over me. And now you're not even married to that woman no more. Joke's on you. Life is playing a joke on you. So now that husband. And I'm talking to the wife, you know. It's a very dope email. Y'all marriage got to work. Got to work now. He missed one party. Got to work. Because if it do not work now. Not only is he going to feel the kind of way. He's going to really resent you. If y'all don't even work out now. Because he going to blame you. Hey yo you the reason. I'm not tight. With my baby mama's family no more. And I'm not tight with my baby girl no more. Because I was trying to stay down for you. As my wife. And now we not together. And we going through some rocky times. He's going to resent you. Listen, the relationship don't even have to. If it just takes a little turn, it don't have to necessarily break up. If you show any sign of selfishness or you do something out of pocket or something goes weird, he's going to resent you for not, you know, letting him and pushing him to go to that party by himself. He's going to make you the reason. So, yeah, man, that's today's conversation, man. Appreciate you guys so much for listening. You know, we had that, you know, this is coming off uh, the heels of Father's Day, man. And, you know, we got to be a father, man. If we don't do nothing, we got to be a father. Of course, we're going to cherish and honor our wives, right? We got to be a father. And we just can't let one stop us from being the other. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out, man. We're Black Content Fun Podcast, man. Big VJ, get it with you guys later. Peace.